It's Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar, we're in Hell's Kitchen, and we discuss issues of Daredevil forever, which is how long it will take us. Forever and ever and ever. Come and read Daredevil with us, Danny, forever and ever. One of us, one of us. (laughs) Uh, I'm Claire, and that is Vix, and we have the most exciting of exciting guests today. Um, It's the man, the legend. It's my co-host on podcast going back like 10 years or something i don't know brad hooray we actually started podcasting together 10 years ago i think like this month oh i know well i mean that's when you start well that's how we met that was because you started twin peaks podcast and that was my first podcast to listen to and the first podcast i guested on and then we've sort of podcast together since wow uh, rest is history. The rest is history. Fun times. Uh, and also, it's uh, it's sad to say this will be the final year of us podcasting together. We'll never speak again after yep, this, this year. Is, this is it. This is our final episode together. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, friend. Farewell. <laughs> so long. Farewell. <laughs> and weirdly, this is, I think, we think this is the first time that Vix and Brad have ever spoke, even though... I've been good friends with them both for about 10 years. I was going to say, it can't have been that long before you and I met that no. you started podcasting. No, it's so. like a meeting of two giants. <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, it does feel, it feels like I've known Brad for like forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we are a bar, obviously, and we have drinks. And I am very excited because... Brad agreed to come on this week, just last night, um, and and Brad makes the best drinks, uh, I can attest to, um, by your uh, awesome virgin pina colada you made me out of a pineapple when I stayed at your house last time, and we watched, wow. uh, what was it, Crisis on Infinite Earth, we watched drinking oh, yeah, pina yeah. coladas, it was awesome. Uh, so I'm going to be boring and say that I'm drinking a Pepsi Cherry. <laughs> Well, obs. Uh, I'm gonna guess that Vix is drinking a tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a tea in my Hawkeye mug, actually. Nice, very yes. cool. And Brad, what are you drinking? Uh, um, I'm drinking a Daredevil. What is a Daredevil? Oh Woo! my word! <laughs> uh, just sent you guys a link. Um, Ooh, it's good. it's uh got uh, rum and <gasps> orange juice, cranberry juice, pineapple juice. A dark rum and a splash of Seven oh. Up. Oh, I love it. That looks amazing. That's, that looks really and cool. And a couple of raspberries for a garnish. Nice. Oh, wow. Rum, orange juice, cranberry juice, pineapple juice, dark rum. So you have rum and dark rum. Yeah. <laughs> All the you rum. got a 151 proof and then a oh, dark okay. rum. <laughs> it's like, have I seen rum twice? <laughs> How is it? Is it nice? <laughs> It's very nice. Have you served it with a, with a swizzle stick, as they suggest? Uh, no, I'm just using my metal straw here. Nice. What mug have you got it in? Straw. Have you got it in a mug or a glass? Uh, no, I've just, well, just got it in my, my uh, um, standard, uh, like a pineapple uh, uh, tiki glass sort of situation. Oh, I know the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have many cool tiki glasses. I always, I always fancied getting myself, like, some martini glasses to just put, like, my tea in or something <laughs> so that I can fit, so that I can feel a little bit fancy. <laughs> it I makes mean, it classier. Yeah. It does. I, but I have, like, I have all my Halloween mugs, like, cups. 
plastic cups that I got from Poundland. There you go. <laughs> that are like that are like skull goblets, and I put my <laughs> smoothies in that to feel a little bit festive. I mean, at, um, at, at like Christmas dinners with my family, like they always get out the best like crystal, you know, glasses for drinking their wine. And I just have like a Pepsi, <laughs> this beautiful crystal copper. It's kind of funny. Well, why not? Add a little bit of fancy into your daily life. I mean, I'm always fancy when I drink each week for this podcast because, as always, I am drinking out of my Daredevil Toon Tumbler. So, you know. <laughs> uh, have a little bit of luxury every day. Absolutely. Put, it, put it in a put it in a crystal tumbler. <laughs> next time, next week. Mm-hmm. So this next, week, next week, let's get the fancy crockery out. Yeah, whoever's guesting next week, we're going to get the fanciest of glasses. I yeah. really want to try this Daredevil cocktail. I'm looking at it, and I don't drink rum it's, a lot, but I do like rum, so. It's yeah. very, very tasty. It's a, I mean, if you're going to be drinking at 11 a.m. on a Sunday, I feel like uh, <laughs> this is a nice breakfast drink. <laughs> well, it's got it's grapefruit probably, in it. It's got and. Um, and did you say cranberry? It's, yeah. it's got like three of your five a day. Oh yeah, it's it, it's the, it's the healthiest drink you can have. Sure. <laughs> Fine. It sounds really. I'm gonna have to try and make some. Where did you find the recipe, Brad? Um, you know, just a little, just a little Google searching. That's so cool. So, I was I was oh. like, there's surely there's something called the Daredevil. Yeah. Somewhere. Like, there has to be. Yeah. And Come I love that it's, every... it's red as well. It's awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll send a. It's a proper yeah. photo. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, it sounds really nice. Well, this issue we are covering. Oh, hang on. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I love that glass. He just got the beetle in the background with his weird spider fingers. <laughs> so this uh, episode, we had a week off last week. Um, but now we are back and we are covering issue number 33, which is called Behold the Beetle. Um, this was released October the 1st, 1967. And the description is as follows. Foggy, Karen and Mike Murdoch hit the road and head to Montreal. But why? The beetle may have escaped from Daredevil's clutches, but can he escape the iron fists of Daredevil's alter ego? I would say... <sighs> Which one? He has <laughs> A train battle ensues in, in between uh, Dee Dee and the Beetle. Uh, written by Stan the Man Lee, uh, art by Gene the Dean Colon, and then it says, Who else but Irving Forbush could hope to equal John Tartaglione's inking or Artie Simic's lettering? So we got a mention of, uh, of um, Irving Forbush, which has been uh, ages since he's been mentioned, so that was cool. Can I just say that this, um, like the annual that we did last mm-hmm. um, episode, um, has really thrown out the numbering and it's making me uncomfortable because <laughs> now we're doing we're doing episode thirty four, but it's issue thirty three. Oh no, it's, whereas... it's episode thirty three because last uh, the annual was episode thirty two B. Don't worry. Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I can I can live with that. Because <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> like. <laughs> And yes. I'm also really upset that the Beatle did not turn out to be um, a rabid Ringo uh, Starr. Courtney or Ringo Starr. Yeah. I mean, we don't know that yet. Yeah, that's he hasn't true. His mask off yet. So, mask off. so yeah. it could still like it could still happen. It could still happen, everyone. Um, on the cover of this issue, it says that this uh, issue features the greatest chase of all time. 
Does it? Uh, does it though? Does it though? Yeah. Uh, also, I should say that um, obviously I I record um, other podcasts with Brad and our other co-host Tammy. And last night we were talking about our other podcast, and I happened to say um, the name of it, which is Absolutely True True Crime. But Tammy thought I said Absolutely Choo Choo Crime, and then we were <laughs> laughing about. <laughs> crimes taking place on trains so i was very excited that this issue actually features a choo-choo crime (laughs) there's a full-on choo-choo crime going on it's a real choo-choo crime choo-choo crime so it sounds like you're saying chew as in like chew your food choo-choo so yeah so you were very excited about the beetle last week um bex but you see a picture of him on the cover. <laughs> what was your initial thoughts? My initial thoughts was like, first of all, I hate his creepy three sucky finger mm-hmm. thing going on. That really, like, it makes me deeply uncomfortable. And B, he clearly went to the same tailor as the Mask Marauder. Yeah. Like, clearly. He's a real old baggy boy, just like the most uh, God. Yeah. yeah, these villains got to step it up a notch. Yeah. It's like, come on. I also don't get, like, how these three... Because it's like he's got really long, like, alien fingers. Like, it's do only you know, three fingers. What, what, like, what has that got to do with being a beetle? Do you, know, do. Oh. Do, you know, <laughs> do you know what they reminded me of? What? You know those, like, back in back in the good old 80s <laughs> when you didn't have a shower attachment and you got those, like, rubber, like, <gasps> two-pronged rubber things yes! that you put on the taps? Yes, that's what it looks like. That's oh. what it looks like. They, they gross me out as well. Because I, can, I could smell the beetle. Those, like, shower attachments have a very specific smell. Like a rubbery smell. Especially when they go, like, dry and start to go hard and start cracking. I feel like these these fingers are something that they would have been, like, sticking in D.B. Sweeney's face in Fire in the Sky. Uh, You know what I mean, Brad? Yes. Why did you have to mention that? I'm sorry, I'm mm. sorry. Yeah, it's like, they're just, they, they really, yeah, they gross me out as well. So, Dodo was creepy, swinging creepy across Paul the city. McCartney and his, <laughs> and his shower attachment beetle fingers. <laughs> well, that's that's why he puts them on, so he can play the piano. <laughs> Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> These little sucker fingers. <laughs> um, also, he we should mention he has heavy metal wings. <laughs> why do they keep saying they're heavy metal? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, funny. wouldn't lightweight wings be better? Yeah, oh, just... because later on we see that he can fly, but, but what Daredevil <laughs> says is he can fly, but really slowly. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to walk along the ground underneath. <laughs> it will be fine. He's not getting he's like a he All right, step away. one: uh, make cast iron wings. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get why they're like, oh, he's heavy metal wings. Uh, also, his his weird sucker fingers are hydraulic, so they're like little mini stilt men legs they just can go really long he wishes and he's dressed wishes he's still man (laughs) he's dressed all in green and his face looks like a surprised ghost (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, anyway uh so daredevil swinging through the city and comes across the beetle attacking an armored truck uh and they have a little fight and the beetle throws daredevil headfirst into a wall 
Yeet. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's not it's not going well. Daredevil's holding his head, and we find out that Daredevil hasn't slept in two days due to fighting Hyde and Cobra. I was like, what? Why didn't you sleep? Like, because you were having nightmares? Like, what's going on? Like, it's because he's he's being Daredevil and he's being Mike Murdock and he's being Matt Murdock. Well, is like, he being like, Matt? Because apparently Matt just doesn't exist anymore, according uh, to this issue. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, we'll get to that because I've got some things to say about that. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait for Brad's thoughts on Mike Murdock as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> so Beetle gets away and. The best thing about the Beatle here, is, and I love that it turns to the whole issue, is like, he is the most shit-talking <laughs> villain. It's oh like, yeah, you messaged uh, me about this, yeah. Oh you, oh, you stupid daredevil, I fought a bunch of people that are better than you. You can't beat me, you're useless, look at you, you little pathetic man. <laughs> I've got cast iron wings, what are you going to do, red suit guy? Meh! <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bright green baggy suit. <laughs> Look at you. He does. He does. He shit talks him the whole way through this issue. Oh, no, it's kind it's of great. Yeah, and Daredevil's not being as kind of snappy with his comebacks as he sometimes is. That's because um, he needs he needs a warm milk and a nap. No, I think it's because that person wrote in a, a, a few weeks ago and was like, stop having him be so sarcastic. He's not Spider-Man. He's a lawyer. <laughs> like, <laughs> something like that. So they're like, oh, no. He better be a bit oh, more no. serious. Uh, so he changes into Mike Murdock and he's in the office yawning. Why has he changed into Mike? Why didn't he change into Matt? Like, I know he's got this plan about Montreal. But, like, are they not like, where's Matt? <laughs> like, yeah, why are like, you here? You, you're not a lawyer. So what just... are you wearing? Oh, well, yes. I mean, for, for Mike Murdoch, this is kind of not that bad. <laughs> it's quite it's quite tame, to be fair. Yes, it's quite sedate. Um, but like, but like tell us what you think about Mike's outfit, Brad. It, it's, it's, it's just... You can't go yellow and mustard. Um, <laughs> I, I got a problem with yellow shirt with mustard checkered jackets. Mm-hmm. And the shades are a nightmare. Yes. The, the shades uh, are from hell. <laughs> like, we've, been, we've been living with this Brad now for yeah. about Ten six issues. issues. Oh, <laughs> it's like, a war crime. It's a war crime. Yeah. He's, and he's on full... Mike is an arsehole mode in this issue. Oh, I love Foggy gosh. throwing him some shade in the background of this panel. I love, like, like just, just Foggy in the background with his squinty eye of suspicion. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Mm. And Karen's happy that Mike's eyesight has returned because before he had to pretend that he was blind. I don't know how she thinks it's returned, seeing as he said it was genetic. Yeah. <laughs> so and Karen being an ableist shit again with the oh, whole yeah. like if only Matt could be so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately he's a he's a horrible blindy, so I can never be with him. Yeah. yeah. What is Mike's excuse for always coming to the office? <laughs> I mean, like, I think in this week one. it's it's to do this Montreal plan. But like why couldn't he as be Matt in the office and as Mike phone up or something and be mm-hmm. like hey do you want to go to montreal and then in person matt could go i don't mind i'll stay here and work 
Yeah, rather than nip home after he's been beaten up by the beetle, quickly record um, like a, a an answering machine message. Yeah. And then change into Mike's clothes and then nip back to the office. Yeah. And I, then, I and don't then, even know how that answering machine message like, works. No. And then and then hope that Karen says exactly what he needs her to say. <laughs> I think the answer is he prefers being Mike to Matt. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. We like we've said before, he loves being Mike because he gets to, <laughs> to to be mean to Foggy about his weight. Uh, so, uh, uh, I wrote in my notes, where is Matt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where are you? Uh, Mike suggests uh, that they all go to Montreal for Expo 67, and Mike suggests that Matt can stay behind, <laughs> which is nice. Um, and Karen is very excited about visiting Canada, and even calls, <laughs> <laughs> calls Mike Boss Man. Oh no, calls Matt Boss Man on the phone, and I was like, Boss, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Boss I Man, can't... you're a doll. I I very much enjoy her little outfit in when she's perched on the desk. Oh, her little blue outfit. Her yeah. Little blue outfit. Yeah. Yeah. A blue suit set. She's got this little belt and she's got a little like mini skirt as well. Yeah. I don't know what Mike's doing next to her. <laughs> he's. It's uh, yeah. I... He's he's breaking his uh, ankle. <laughs> he's, breaking, <laughs> he's breaking his ankle. Well, later on, Karen breaks her hand, so <laughs> I'll mention when we get to it. Um, but I like this outfit of Karen's way more than her outfit she wears to Canada. Or her travelling outfit. Mm, yes. Well, it's got a cool hat, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got an iron as a handbag yeah. apparently. But but um, this but this has a turtleneck, so I, I of course yeah, uh, yeah. spread is a favor. pro turtleneck. Absolutely. So how does this tape recorder thing work? Like how does Karen not know that she's talking to an answer machine? Did she not hear the <laughs> leave a message after the beat? But yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I don't Or did he this, just like leave it on like running on a loop or something? I don't yeah. Yeah, because this is before answering machine tapes like that. that. Yeah. So like this this setup is a this is a bizarre and arcane sort of <laughs> device. Well, because yeah. you can see, like, he's he's got the phone off the hook mm-hmm. with, like, the cassette player, yeah. like, playing it. But if his phone's off the hook... Yeah, how's it then, ringing? Then, yeah, how... Yeah, how did... Like, what what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and also, you have to just assume, like, the... You have to assume her answer is going to be the right amount of time for you to get the next statement in i yes, mean there's exactly. a lot i mean like as i said i want to see the mousetrap like situation that this <laughs> yeah. is. this is why he hasn't had any sleep for two days because he's been planning this master plan out oh, like yeah. he's been rigging up his like telephone answering machine a la chitty chitty bang bang <laughs> <laughs> like it, it could have been so much easier like i said just go to the office's map and then, yeah, and then, and then, just pretend that you're phoning your brother. Yeah. Like, pay, just pay somebody. Pay, pay, like some random person to answer the phone and pretend to be Matt. Yeah. Hello, it's me, Matt. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, it's a bit of a cold. <laughs> <laughs> so they all decide to take the train to Canada. Um, and I looked into this. So this would have been, I think, the Adiron, Adiron. Dak train? Adirondack train? I have no idea if I'm saying that correctly. Adirondack? What was it? Adirondack? Adirondack? I think so. Adirondack? 
Maybe. Please, <laughs> please, please stop saying Adirondack. That. Adirondack is that a word? Yeah, that's know. a word. I'm, okay. I'm trying to guess what words you okay. might be trying it's to say. Probably ad, ad. How did you say it? Adirondack? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Well, it's the train. That, <laughs> it's the train that goes to the Adirondack Mountains. Okay. Yes. Then, yes. Okay. okay yes. Cool. Um, and also travels through the Hudson Valley and goes from New York to Montreal and takes um, approximately 11 hours plus maybe two hours immigration when you get to the border. So that's a long journey. So they're going for a few days. And they're just like, yeah, Matt will do the work. Now, now, (laughs) when they say uh, that it's Matt that does most of the law work anyway... (laughs) I, I heard you I spit might... out your tea from across town. I, I think that I, the noise that came out of my mouth, I'm pretty sure, disturbed the birds outside. I was absolutely <laughs> outraged. <laughs> because the person that does the most law work is the poor bastard <laughs> carrying everyone's luggage. Oh, And, and yeah. being fat shamed for it. Yeah. So, like, first of all, Matt makes him carry all the luggage. Like, makes Foggy carry all the luggage. And then he fat shames him for it. And it's like, and remember, in the annual, Matt doesn't do any work for a few days. He's sitting in the park under a tree, happy as anything. And then he comes back to the office and has a go at them. that They haven't done all the work. Uh, Matt is a dick. (laughs) Is it a situation where he just has like a a bunch of like a a braille, like text in front of them and they can't see it. So they're just like, Oh, I guess he's doing things because he's looking (laughs) at all these documents all the time. Like I had a job, I had a temp job one time where I was supposed to be scanning in folders Mm -hmm. and like they ran out of folders for me to scan. So for like two months, I was just rescanning the same thing over and over again (laughs) all day. (laughs) And I were, and and I, uh, I got overtime pay. So I always stayed late. Amazing. <laughs> you like that dude in Italy recently that just oh yeah they, they found out that he hadn't actually done any work for fifteen years, but they oh, paid word. for it. Like he just got other people to clock in for him every day yeah. and stuff. But it turned out that he hadn't actually done a, a single day's work at that company oh, in fifteen years. Like hero. He's a hero. Like, absolute legend. And to be fair, like. That is such an Italian thing to do as well. <laughs> just like it's like no, I'm just gonna pretend to be at work and then just spend my time, I don't know, like sitting outside cafes and watching girls go by. Mm. I feel I like that's it. what Matt's doing. He's just he's reading all these braille documents, so they think he's working, but he's actually just reading Playboy or something. <laughs> you know. Oh, I love it. Uh, so. Yeah, they're in the station. They're heading to Montreal. Karen is wearing this, like, I like her hat, her little purple hat. And I, I don't mind the dress and the little purple shoes. But why is she holding, like, an iron as a handbag, like a I red know. iron? It's a bit strange, wasn't it? Yeah, it looks like a, looks like a lunchbox. It's yeah, terrible. a lunchbox. Yeah, it's really strange. Well, I don't know. Maybe she brought... I don't, is, there, is there a buffet car on this train? Like, maybe she bought everyone back lunch. Also in the foreground, there's someone holding a small child, and it's yeah. just very strange. There's just this pair of legs like hanging. Yeah. This like little pair of legs sticking out. It's really weird. Oh, that's a kidnapping. <laughs> it's a kidnapping going yeah. on. <laughs> um, and Foggy, poor Foggy, is holding all the luggage apart from some that this guy behind him is holding. And it's like, and 
I and, think Matt's got like one briefcase. Yeah, he's got a briefcase and he's holding his jacket over his. I mean, arm. how much luggage do you need? How like how long are you guys gonna be there? I mean, he's taking the Daredevil costume, so. Uh, that's probably what's in the. But I'm hoping he's actually case. wearing it under his, yeah. you know, his, his civilian outfit. And this is very toned down for a Mike Murdock outfit. Like, yeah, I like that sweater. It's like a purple stripes. I like it. I like the purple stripe because he's. It's almost like he's worn it to match Karen, which mm-hmm. he's probably pissed off about as well. You know. Um. So Matt had heard that the world's most precious necklace, the Re- Regina necklace, was being transported upon a train. Uh, so he's like, well, I don't know how um, the beetle is going to re- uh, resist that. So obviously he's going to try and rob it. I mean, or any of the other villains that, you know, that you yeah. fought. Like, Matt, come on. Like, yeah. come on, judgy fuck. Like, hey, <laughs> there's other things to steal. Why do you have to just assume he's going to try and steal it? I mean, he's right, but... Like, yeah. Yeah, he's right, but, you know... I also like that after he's mean about Foggy's weight, then Foggy gets a dig in that Mike never shuts up. Yeah, it's like, ooh, throwing the shade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally. And I also put that Mike's face is very wide when he's on the train. <laughs> yeah. He's got a very yeah. wide jaw. I don't know what's going on. I, yeah, like... Who's that, him who's and that Foggy E-Man both... villain? They, oh yeah, they they both look like like Ted Kennedy, like just some <laughs> just some real like bloated Irish faces. Uh, oh, tra- is it Trapjaw? Yeah, that's what he yeah. looks like. Yeah, from He Man, he's just got a really big, squarish, weird jaw. So the guards are playing poker while guarding the necklace, and the driver is checking the track ahead with radar. But the beetle, he's a sneaky one, so he waits. Sneaky, within sneaky. the tunnel and then leaps onto the train with his suction fingers. <laughs> I, I really, I really just want to see like how long he's been just hanging out. In this <laughs> just, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> he's just like, Oh, it's going to gotta come soon. Right. Like, does he come in costume or does he just put it on once he's there? Like, has he just been like, Hang, you know, hanging on top of the train for this whole time. Oh. Why three fingers? That's what I'm so confused about. I don't about. understand. Like, like a beetle, three um, fingers or with pneumonics. Um, yeah, they can. Uh, um, that are yeah. That's that's what beetles do. They have three fingers that they can extend um, <laughs> with suction cups. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what kind they do. Kind of crazy ass beetles if you've got in America. I mean, I say. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's been to Animal Kingdom. They've got all kinds of things there. They oh, got Navi. They got three fingered beetles. <laughs> Isn't that right, Brad? They got Yetis. Oh, they do have Yetis. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, the most adorable Yeti. <laughs> uh, so the beetle pumps nerve gas into the train, and all the guards pass out, and he goes with his suction fingers and picks up the box. Um. And Stiltman did it better. Stiltman did it better because he has a little hoover that sucks up jewels. Which <laughs> just still brings me such joy thinking <laughs> about that. That's that's the Stiltman I'm going to get tattooed on me. <laughs> With his little hoover. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just want to I want to um make a complaint against this guard that's apparently not wearing socks. Is he not? Oh, I, it looks like a foot just in a shoe. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah, that's gross. Oh, that's that's I'm glad he's passed out. Yeah, he, does, he deserves. 
I hope he loses his job over this. Yeah. The beat <laughs> not was over, like not over not over the necklace, but loses no, his no. job because he did wear socks yeah they'll be like look these things happen robberies happen we're in the marvel universe there's robberies every minute but you are not wearing socks with your shoes and that that we cannot tolerate I'm absolutely sorry. not absolutely um, outrageous karen and mike and foggy run out of their their cabin i guess it's a cabin on the train isn't it and this is where Karen's got a weird broken hand. <laughs> it's when Mike is going back in the cabin to change into Daredevil. And I don't know what's going on with Karen's hand, Brad. Can you see that? Oh, yeah, that's it's like a... a weird little spider hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't look out the angle. Like... Oh, there's been a terrible accident. Yes. She put her hand in like a, a blender or something. Oh. <laughs> I feel like every digit is broken. It's very strange. It is very odd. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go and change into Daredevil, and he changes and he swings out of the window. Um, and he also confirms that he thought the beetle would try and steal the necklace. So basically, he's confirming to Karen and Foggy that he tricked them and he didn't really want to go on holiday with them. He just wanted to solve a crime. Now, three points here. <laughs> okay. Um, one... Why is this motherfucker not taking a nap yet? Because, <laughs> um, I mean, the whole idea is, oh, I'm so tired, I need to take a vacation. Uh, um, but two, like, when when there's been a theft on the train, and they say, everyone stay where you are, and seemingly when they go to check this cabin, and there's one person missing. Yeah. Yeah. They'll go, and they'll go, um, oh, it was Mike Murdoch that stole the necklace. And then they'll look into it and they'll go, hang on, Mike Murdoch doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, would they I... not stop the train? You think so? If it's like the world's most expensive necklace. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be also, like... I don't think the world's most expensive necklace would just be in a little like lockbox, <laughs> like out in the open, like. Do what a play being used as a card table. I mean, I can kind, of, I can kind of see the logic because if they're using it as a card table, then they can see it all the time. It's like yeah, right there in front of them. Yeah. Um, but if it's the world's most expensive necklace, then why isn't it handcuffed to one of them? Yeah. I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah. Or do, 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 do people actually do that in real life? You always see it in movies, don't you? Some, like, suited G-man has yeah. a briefcase handcuffed to him. I mean, uh, like, first Does of that all... Like, that just actually means, happen? I, that just means somebody's going to cut off your hand if they want it bad Seriously, enough. Yeah. And, like, there is no fucking necklace that's worth losing a hand. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a goddamn necklace. Like, like I, fuck can, off, people. You can guarantee I, that they're not being paid... Nearly no, enough money to have like their their hand chopped off for the sake yeah, of a necklace. No. They're going to be on like basic minimum wage yeah. per hour. I never so understand like, like as well like the point of of stealing like a really famous ne- like stealing the Hope Diamond. Like what's yeah. the point? Because the only thing you can do is break it down into smaller diamonds to sell, which probably would not be as valuable as it overall. And you, or you just sell it to like rich assholes. No. That just want to possess things. Have like, you guys you saw, not I mean, yeah. seen Ocean's Eight? Uh, true. Come on. Have you guys not seen Elon Musk? Like that motherfucker oh. would, would buy some stolen valuable yeah, thing would. just to do it. Yeah, See, just I to be like, I, never, I own the Mona Lisa, you know. Like I never understand that kind of thing. It's like if you're gonna 
buy if you're that rich and you're going to buy beautiful things why would you buy the beautiful things and then keep them locked in a bank safe like i just i don't i've never it's understood not about that. looking at them it's just about boasting that you own them it's like if, not, I, and if I, also, it, it's like if i own the most expensive beautiful necklace in the whole world i'd be sleeping in it <laughs> let me tell you i would be wearing that shit like 24 cents like bitch i just paid 50 million dollars for this thing yeah. like that's all i'm wearing i'm going to be naked apart from this necklace because <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah but it's also it. like but when you're like buying new stuff on that level it's also more about like 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 hiding money and putting yeah. money into valuables as ways to avoid being taxed like it's it's all a fucking scheme yeah just pay your taxes and buy the beautiful things like yeah. it's it's that simple yeah it's and not leave like everybody else alone yeah. it's not like you can't afford it and you know what while, while you're at it pay your taxes buy the beautiful things and help com- what is essentially completely abolish world hunger and poverty yeah like and you'd still be a billionaire yeah. Let's not go down this road right now because yeah, teens, yeah, teens, eat the rich, eat, eat the, the rich, rich. Um, absolutely. So Daredevil leaps from the train and rolls along the ground, which is a great it, panel. It is my my panel of the week is him eating himself out of the moving train and Steve. out the window. And like, and then midair, thinking, oh, I better make sure I nail this landing. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, loose and limber to keep the bones from snapping. Mm-hmm. Ah! Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Mm. I better nail this landing. Otherwise, he did. <laughs> and he sees, he sees the beetle. I would say flying, but, <laughs> but as, as Daredevil says, those heavy metal wings can lift him into the air okay. <laughs> so he's kind of hovering. And then he says, but his speed is nothing to brag about. He's just kind of like, just sort of hanging in the air. <laughs> he's yeah. just kind of like, just sort of, there's not even like any kind of little um, like, like art- artistic bits to make it look like he's flying. He's just sort of in the air. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you ever see like those those bees that look like they're way too big and they just seem to be moving way too slow to actually be flying? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what's happening? How does yeah. that even work? Yeah, it's so funny. He's just, yeah, he looks like he's just, oh, yeah. I feel like the 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 beetle should be able to fly like a lot faster than this. Because the like, thing is how much he brags really about ir- how great he is, you know. And make a really irritating noise while he does it, like a oh, maybug. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so beetle throws a boulder at Daredevil, um, and Daredevil follows him. And I did like seeing Daredevil in this kind of environment as opposed to a, a city yeah is interesting to see you know um because we never see him in like this kind of place we saw him in a jungle once um but uh i yeah i like seeing him like here so i like the the panel as well where he's there's like the silhouette of the plants around the edge and he's looking at the beetle kind of just floating in the distance <laughs> just like levitating yeah. that's basically what he's doing just kind of hanging around in the air and Daredevil says uh oh my every sense detects a waterfall up ahead and from the sound of it it's a Lulu Brad what does that mean man that's some real like 1940s 1950s talk right there <laughs> that's like some Phil Harris shit I'm, I'm... it's a Lulu <laughs> 
I was so confused by that. I was like, a Lulu? Oh. I, was like, what? I was like, a Lulu? Why is there a tiny Liverpudlian ginger in the middle of the What's was going like, on? Yeah, it's very confusing. I think, that's, I think that was like the catchphrase of like Phil Harris on the Jack Benny radio oh, wow. show. Like, oh. are one of. Like, it's... Like, that's some old-timey shit. That, yeah, if it's Phil Harris, blame me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he follows the beetle to this waterfall, and there's one panel where the beetle has little tiny crossed eyes, and I laughed really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one where he says, you're not afraid of a little water, are you? He's got little cross eyes. <laughs> so, uh, Daredevil gets his cable, and he's going to swing across... But sneaky, sneaky beetle <laughs> manages to snap the cable with his heavy metal wings. Chop, um, chop. And Daredevil falls down this waterfall. <gasps> and my panel of the week <clears throat> is when he puts his cable out and catches this little outcrop of rock <laughs> and goes, got it. But he's like falling at a really weird oh. angle. And it just oh. made me laugh. I love it. <laughs> Oh, like, ripped my arm out of the socket. Oh, nope. <laughs> oh no, there goes one arm. Oh, my my leg's gone out of its socket as well, and I've broken my knee, apparently. <clears throat> yeah, it's very funny. Um, He cannonballs into the water, and then he's doing, like, a little ballet pose under the water. <laughs> yeah, I'm not entirely sure what that's all about. Yeah, I like that as well. Uh. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I guess it's because there's like lots of water churning underneath, you know. But he manages to swim up to the top and he's survived. And meanwhile, Karen and Foggy are on the train going, hmm, where's Matt? (laughs) Mike. Where's Mike? Sorry. Yeah, where's Mike? (laughs) (laughs) They know where Matt is. He's doing all the work. Um, And Foggy is pretty mean about Mike and Karen calls him on it. And then he he outright says that he's jealous. (laughs) And she's like, but you're a successful lawyer. And it's like, Karen, how do you not know that Foggy's in love with you? <laughs> like, I mean, like how, how, like, you know, this is the 33rd issue and this has been going on since issue one. <laughs> yeah. You know Karen deserves to end up with Mike. <laughs> she really <Yeah>. does. <laughs> she really does. Oh, uh, so then we go back to Daredevil and he's swinging through the mountains and he comes across this tiny village. <laughs> and then I was like, is this is this meant to be like, in, like, are they in Canada now or are they in New York? But I figure they're in New York still because that's where the mount, the mountains are that the train goes through. So this is this tiny little street in up to upstate New York. And when he lands, he immediately gets attacked. <laughs> It all goes a little bit, the hills have eyes from that on, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. Brad, do these guys count as Herda Hadders? Oh, 100%. This is Herda Hadda Village. <laughs> they just attack him immediately. And and he doesn't know why. And so, like, and then he says that he's after the beetle. And they're like, oh, that's all you had to say. Uh, Here's the beetle right here. And he's basically <laughs> the boss. Also, the fact that one of them is called Whitey, I don't like <laughs> Of course not. Yeah, and I was they're like, all called Whitey. <laughs> I wrote my notes. Daredevil was attacked by either a Canadian or American mob. I wasn't sure, but I'm guessing they're American. Uh, and uh, he finds out that the men are working for the Beetle, 
and the beetle comes out and he's like oh you know i'm gonna have to decide what to do with you so i'm gonna guard you until i decide to kill you because obviously they can't kill him immediately because then there wouldn't be a story and uh daredevil's yeah he's been captured by the beetle your favorite i, I love that there's a while well, he's being attacked by these herd of hatta yokels, and he's like, "Oh no, they they misunderstand." Hey guys, uh, um, I'm here to stop the beetle. Um, so no, we don't have a problem. And they're still attacking him. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like, I, I said, I was here to stop the beetle. You know that like, famous famous villain, the beetle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What a shocking conclusion to this story. <laughs> And that's oh, the end. So yeah, it's a it's a two parter at least, Vix. Right. Mm. So, so we could it could, with like Paul McCartney still could make an appearance. Well, he, we don't know who's under that mask. No, that's true. I still I've got, I got me three stuff. little fingers going dibbly dibbly. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> got three fingers. <laughs> oh. I just thought I'd go get me a necklace. I did. <laughs> well, I mean, when you've got everything, like, you know, Paul McCartney, famous Beatle, um, he's got everything, then what are you going to do for excitement? You dress up as a Beatle and you rob trains. <laughs> Ringo Starr was busy out killing people, but Paul McCartney became <laughs> a masked <laughs> robber <laughs> with a I mean, gang also, of herd of hadders. So, yeah. like, Daredevil happens across him, like, robbing... Uh, an armored truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, oh, I bet this guy will definitely steal a necklace. Like, I, first of all, like, you got lucky. You got real lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because I don't see how you make that connection. <laughs> like, this, he could, the Beatle could have just been a dude that just goes after armored trucks. Yeah. It could have been anyone else that robbed this, this train. <laughs> like, and seemingly armored truck would be harder than this, this train robbery that he pulled off. Yeah, this train robbery is so easy. Like, it's it's insanely easy. It's a very easy choo-choo crime to put <laughs> Definitely. So, Brad, is is this the first issue of Dead Have You Read? It isn't, is it? But is it, like, the first of this period? I, I would think so, probably. Yeah. This wacky, these wacky times. What were your thoughts overall? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's kooky and good. I enjoy it. Um... <laughs> I, I I am upset that Beatles should have a better costume. This is this is trash. See, this is the real difference between Marvel and DC. Uh, <laughs> the DC villains have a tailor that makes their villain costumes. <laughs> yeah, and these ones so far they just make their own ones. But I mean, there have been some good villain costumes like Electro, because he's just yeah. like I'm going with a theme. <laughs> and obviously um, the Plunderer. Thank you. I thought you. I was just like the Plunderer. Is like, I'm the Plunderer. Gonna... He's like, I'm going to dress as a pirate. Now I'm going to dress as Dracula. Now I'm going to dress as a Martian. He's I like, love he's just so loves, much. loves making costumes. It's great. We love him. Yeah. Um, okay. So now it is time for us to toot and boot our favorite and least favorite fashion in the issue. So, uh, Vix, you can go first. I am going to toot Karen's little uh, blue ensemble um, because I like the sleeveless turtleneck with her blonde hair and her little skirt and her little pose that she was doing on the desk. I like mm-hmm. that. And I think we all know what I'm going to be, <laughs> don't we? That, like, 
just do do not no one needs to go to the same tailor as the mask marauder and i hate everything about the beatles costume i hate it i hate it from his share attachment sucky fingers <laughs> to his like baggy green like just he doesn't even look like a beetle he no. looks I, I don't like he looks i don't even know what he looks like but it ain't a beetle yeah so he's a man who built that. a costume for a character called the beetle but has never seen a beetle <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so um, that okay. is my boot what about you, Brad? What would you like to toot and what would you like to boot? And bear in mind, Brad is all about the fashions because we do we've done no. many fashion podcasts. Oh, obviously. Absolutely. No, I, I definitely got I got to support Karen with the with the blue uh, turtleneck outfit because it's a turtleneck and it's rad. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I do like the hat on the on her other outfit because that's fun. <laughs> um, yeah, the little purple hat was quite cute. Yeah, purple hat's the, great. Um, little jaunty, kid jaunty hat. Yeah. I yeah, Beetle outfit is not great. It's not great, mm-hmm. but there's a security guard not wearing socks, and I feel like that is a, <laughs> that is the criminal of the issue. <laughs> that I is knew the, that was that is, the, that is the true true crime. Yeah, true true crime. I see a professional adult that I am. This is supposed to be trusted uh with the with 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 jewels but he can't be trusted to properly put socks on his feet so um i don't know i feel like whoever owns these jewels um clearly they got they got what they deserved yeah Mm. i um i am going to to toot um karen's little blue outfit so i'm gonna agree with you guys um because i really like it what are you sending me brad <laughs> sorry I, just, I had to look up an image of terror claw skeletor because it reminded me oh of my that. god <laughs> yeah but but skeletor has class and panache yeah. so oh, yeah. that doesn't look stupid on him yeah but it was and... just a dumb toy that had skeletor with giant long fingers <laughs> the terror claws <laughs> that's pretty amazing i've never seen that before <laughs> I'm still so weirded out by Skeletor that he's a guy who seemingly has skin, but just a skull. <laughs> like, I, I love Skeletor so much. Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. Maybe we'll get Skeletor dead of a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Gr- um, grumpy, grumpy Skeletor is like the best Twitter account. Oh, on yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, love I, it. I love it. Just sass talking He-Man all the time. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to toot Karen's outfit. I I do agree that wearing shoes with no socks is gross. But as I'm wearing no socks at the moment, I can't. Yeah, but you're at home. I know, I know. Like I, in I, your bedroom. I'm criminal. not a professional in any capacity. Um, but I'm gonna yeah, the Beatles outfit. I I can't actually. Mm, do you know what? This is a two-parter, so there's a good chance I might boot the Beatles outfit next issue so I'm going to go with Brad I'm going to boot this sockless this sockless monster <laughs> I mean at least at least the Beatles outfit has a purpose he's able to steal jewels and <laughs> and fight Daredevil with it um, there's no there's no purpose in not wearing socks with your shoes <laughs> true that's true it, it's just Ugh, that that's wearing wearing uh, shoes without socks is, is purely for an aesthetic yeah Ugh. Like he could have got those little like those little just 
like foot sock things that don't have the ankle yeah bit. yeah like the little sneaker socks or whatever yeah. they're called I, I feel that's worse, though, because I feel like then you just want people to think you're not wearing socks. <laughs> and what sort of weird monster is that? <laughs> <laughs> you want people to think you're not wearing socks, but you're, I don't know, you're not you're not going with it. You're you're talking the talk, but you're not walking the walk. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like purposeful alienation. Yeah. Like that is an antisocial personality disorder. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I, yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to go with that as well. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay, so now it's time for our panel of the week. As mentioned before, my favourite panel, just because I laughed, is is Daredevil falling off this waterfall at a weird angle, where and he's kind of like, what? <laughs> and I thought that was very funny. Um, what about you, Vix? Uh, my panel of the week is, well, there's two. So there's Matt yeeting himself from the train mm-hmm. um, and hoping for the best, I that was very Steve Rogers of him. Um, and there is a gratuitous Daredevil butt shot as well. There's one every uh, issue. Yeah. Um, and we know that I I very much enjoy a gratuitous arse shot. Mm-hmm. So that that is, I'm going for two, two panels. I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> Brad, what about you? Um, yeah, that's good. Um, um, I'm gonna go with actually the second page when Daredevil like just straight up rams himself into these <laughs> heavy metal wings. Yes. And then it's, it's like, like, oh, that's quite painful actually. Because it's the first thing this dude's ever said to Daredevil. It's like, you can't bowl the beetle over like some ordinary criminal, you free swinging fool. Not when I can use my heavy metal wings as a protective shield. <laughs> and it's like Daredevil's plan apparently was just to like run into him and tackle him. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you you can run, you can't bowl me over with my hair, it's like heavy metal wings, and Dad was like, bitch, hold my beer. Well, I mean, it doesn't work. No, <laughs> no. Just like, of course it doesn't. No, because they're made of cast iron. Because they're heavy metal wings. Maybe if his, like, fingers remind me of, like, the the shower things from, from the 80s, maybe his, his wings are made out of a bathtub. Oh. Yeah, he just maybe he's a plumber and he just built his entire costume out of plumbing supplies. Like, what if his what if his costume is like the shower curtain? Okay, and his his it turns out his <laughs> his uh, abusive father was a plumber, <laughs> um, <laughs> so he had all all these like plumbing things around, and his son who who just grew to hate him more and more every day, uh, took took the the wares of his father's trade and created his super suit. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to. T- I can't wait to tell you about next issue. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So uh, now it is time for us to rate this issue. Uh, to remind our listeners, what we will do is, if we think this issue is one of the best Daredevil issues ever, we will put it in our vault that is behind the bar. If we think this is utter trash, we will yeet it out the window to the, the alley outside. And if we think, eh, it's all right, we'll just kind of sling it under the bar for now and then decide later uh vix what do you think um i was not overly impressed so but then again like with all multi-part stories i'm if this was just like a one-off i'd be like this is going out the window um (laughs) but because it is like a two-parter then i think it should go under the bar for now until the concluding issue 
mm-hmm. and then I will make a decision. Okay. Well, I was also going to say under the bar for similar reasons. Because um, mm-hmm. I also I do like seeing Daredevil out of his element, like in like mountains. It's kind of different, you know. That's mm. fun. Um, Brad, what do you think? Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's certainly not one of the greatest stories ever told, uh, but yeah, I I agree. I think it's I I think it's fun, and I just I love this sass mouth beetle. <laughs> <laughs> just can't like cannot just, stop talking shit, and then constantly throwing shade in Daredevil's uh, direction, and dummy Daredevil like just like. <laughs> Go into that yokel town, getting attacked. Like, no, no, guys, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. I, I'm actually a good guy. I'm here to stop <laughs> the bad guy. So, like, oh, the beetle. What this dude that owns like the whole village and us? Okay. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. For that, I yeah, I think uh, yeah. Let's, let's let's hold on to this one for All a right. taste. What's the get under the bar then? It's going under the bar. Awesome. So now it is time for our our other segment, which is <laughs> Vix predicts. Um, and Brad, you can predict as well what you think might happen next issue. Um, I'm actually going to, once you've predicted, I'm going to read you the description for next issue. I don't usually do that, but I just think you'll, you guys will be amused. So next issue is called To Squash a Beetle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe Stiltman comes out with his incredible shrinking ray and shrinks feral... Paul McCartney down to like an actual beetle size and Devil Daredevil just stands on him. Well that's the end of it. And that's and that's the end of that. But then that would not an issue make. So <laughs> it's a very thin issue. <laughs> one, <laughs> yeah. one page. Like, like, yeah. Like one page of panels. So he's gonna come up with one of his absolute batshit plans, isn't he? Like, I mean, at the moment, he's outnumbered. He's just, he's going to be, he's in, like, Hills Have Eyes town. They're going to, like, tie him to a tree or something or keep him in. I have these visions of, like, this oldie Wild West jail. Because <laughs> yeah. it kind of looked like one of those towns. He's in Frontierland. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but I'm I'm still holding out for Paul McCartney making an appearance. <laughs> somehow maybe he saves um, the day <laughs> what if no i still think he's under that hideous tailoring daredevil's like help i need somebody <laughs> <laughs> and ringo star flies in <laughs> oh that's that's never help yeah that's, that's not gonna help that he's just gonna murder all of them yeah. it's fine he can he can like ringo can um cause a distract like make a distraction and daredevil can like whip out whatever it is out of his billy cup handle that he's got stashed in there along with his like nutrition tablets and (laughs) i think there's an easy solution to to the beetle problem um that's chinese finger trap (laughs) (laughs) three of them you could just you could literally no you just tie tie them in like knots (laughs) together 
And he could use them as a skipping rope. It's so gross. I'm looking at them now and I'm like... I, uh, oh, I hate I, I'm going to read you the description because you guys wanted to know more about the beetle. <laughs> so here's the description for next issue. <laughs> The beetle tells Daredevil about the man beneath the armoured villain. Who was Abner Jenkins before he was Daredevil's foe? Abner Who? Jenkins. Abner. Abner oh. Jenkins. Oh, Daredevil's secret identity is threatened when the beetle plans to reveal Murdoch's face at the 67 World Fair. Will Daredevil be able to escape before he becomes six o'clock news? Oh, if it, they reveal his face, then he's just going to say he's Mike Murdoch. And that's just going to mean that he can never be Matt Murdoch ever again. So, <laughs> Which so, I think is, is his dream. <laughs> if uh, the Beatle, if the Beatle doesn't have a, a Marvel villain moustache, I'd be really disappointed. Oh, he's got to. Got he, to. Has, he has to. And that's how he you tell to. who the villains are in this comic. <laughs> they're always, they're always, they always have that like, like 40s Howard Stark moustache yeah. and like grey at their temples. Yeah, that's how you know that they're villains. Yeah, that's that's how you tell. Mm. Mm. So that's going to be next issue. Uh, Brad, thank you for coming on at very short notice. <laughs> Thanks for having me and giving me an excuse to make this delightful drink. Yeah, it was so much fun. When you come on again, I think I I know you're definitely on for an an issue. Um, which features Doctor Doom in the title, so you should see if there's a, a cocktail called yes. Doctor Doom. My close yeah. personal friend, Doctor Doom. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Now, do you want to plug our other podcast? Well, I mean, you could plug the ones that we're on, but you could also plug your other podcast that I am not on, although I have been on in the past. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can hear me uh, on the Ramjack podcast. Um, just, just, just some some shenanigans and fun times. Um, currently, just reading sections of the Orlando newspaper. Seemingly, uh, it's a good time. Um, also, you can hear me and Claire on Absolutely True True Crime, a deadly serious podcast, mm-hmm. uh, talking about important crimes, um, such as the Hurricane Heist. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, definitely a great documentary. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> also uh, on. Uh, uh, not quite Scottish imports, the Highlander fashion podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And oh, there are some fashion. So oh. many fashions. So many fashions. <laughs> so many. And so many weird nationalities that don't quite work out. Yes. So many strange, strange accents. Oh, dear. All right. Well, now it is time at the bar. Bing, 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 Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.